Welcome back to BS Reactor, where we get our friends to talk about stuff we couldn't get other people in our lives to chat with us about. This is part one of our review of the 2019 movie, Yesterday. But we spent two episodes warming up for this, so check those out if you want the full perspective on this one. The warm-ups give us a chance to rant about and play with a related idea that probably wouldn't fit into the normal discussion. As always, we use bad words and spoilers to discuss the movie, so if you're not into that sort of thing, tap stop before the music ends. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you. games and violent things are like weird to her and i was just kind of mess with her but she like read the instruction manual and learned combos while i was out <laughs> playing and then whooped my ass when i came in that's amazing <laughs> that's awesome she's like yeah a little bitch i didn't no even know they for put, you yeah, i didn't even know they put the moves in the manual i'd never looked at it <laughs> <laughs> you just hit pause and the move list is right there not in the super nintendo version you got the bloodless version no uh, tisk tisk are we good? All right. Okay, cool. What are we talking about? We are talking about yesterday. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, movie. yesterday. Welcome to another episode of BSR. I end up doing the same thing for the voiceover intro. So Welcome. if you hear the exact same phrase. <laughs> yeah, that's not pre-recorded. Can I someone yeah. else to do it? Do you want to? I can. No, yeah, we'll Why that. don't you just take the one from the first one? It's all the same people. Oh, no, because we do the, the voiceover for the intro. Yeah. It's just the welcome. To it's just BSI. every time yeah. he's like, welcome to BSI. He sounds exactly the same. Exactly the same. And sometimes <laughs> they delegate it to everybody else. Oh. And everybody else I, says it to say I do it when it's one of my <laughs> I say it that's, differently. Anyway. I like the I'll at least do the rounds and then. Oh, hey, we should do that. I'll delegate it. We should definitely do that. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to count that. That that counts as our intro. All right, so today we have... Wow. Uh, Do you want to start over? No, 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 no. Just play it. Go ahead. Pat. I'm no. Slash Patrick slash delicious slash pretty Pat slash pretty P slash goat slash chocolate thunder. Chocolate avalanche. There you go. <laughs> chocolate landslide. Chocolate explosion. Dark moon okay, rise. we're going to get to sexual chocolate at some point, and I'm going to turn into the preacher from coming to America. Chocolate sidewalk. <laughs> I'm Malik. Evan. And. Hi, I'm Isaac. <laughs> What what is gone wrong with this episode? <laughs> right. Sidewalk. <laughs> it's because you get pounded all the time. No, you're right. He gets walked on. <laughs> yes. Oh. Chocolate dildo. So today oh, we're talking no. about that. Nope. Shit. Nah. Okay. Today we're talking about a movie called Yesterday. We are. And this is one I picked for you. Oh goodness. Mostly because I need to pick something a little easier so you guys don't flinch when it's my turn. So. <laughs> I asked Anne if she had any ideas, and this one came up. I go to the theater on a regular basis, at least I used to. I'm busy lately. When there were theaters. Right. And occasionally I come home and it's like, yeah, I think you would like that one. I think I saw this one in the theater with you, I think though. you did. Oh, Just snap. not very common. Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. But yeah, we're, we're continuing our theme of uh, things that have altered perceptions or yeah. changing points of view. This movie has a little bit of a culture Alternate shock. world. Wah, yeah. wah, wah, wah. 
the central mechanic <laughs> of things happening is that things just vanish from history. Yeah, totally. Kind of at random. Yeah, the Beatles go poof and it's gone. Well, the Beatles is the part they seem to care about. But like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of other things that go poof too. But like yeah, cigarettes. Cigarettes don't yeah, exist. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, such I mean, a weird. That's not really well. Yeah, some of them aren't really that bad. I'm gonna go rewatch this just, and see if anybody was smoking in the first part of it. I kind of think they were. Yeah, I don't know. Just to see anyway. if they stopped. Weren't they smoking when? No. Well, they weren't. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, this film released right before COVID happened. It was May 2019. So there are a bunch of crowds in this movie and concerts, and it felt weird and <laughs> all of that watching it now. It had a budget of $26 million, which, you know. Probably 25 of that went to get the Beatles. $10 million of it went to get the rights for the music, actually. $10 whole million. I mean, it had a box office of $154.6 million, so it, it made some good money Mm -hmm. there is some arguments from deadline one of the trade publications for for movies that they did some creative budgeting on this because they were using uk tax credits to film some of this Mm. and they didn't pay back some of their investors anyway it's a whole thing but again that's what they call the net profit participant sheets which aren't published like disney has gotten in trouble for this a lot because they'll say this movie made this much in in the press but really it's after production costs they're not making nearly as much as they say they are. But anyway, this released the about the same time as Spider-Man Far From Home and Toy Story 4. So as you can imagine, a lot of the attention was focused on. So no one watched it. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. And like when I've brought it up with a number of people, very few people have actually seen it. They might have heard of it because the media blitz for this thing was pretty intense, but like not many people actually got around to it. It got mixed reviews of the time, roughly 7 out of 10. It's directed by Danny Boyle, who did 28 Days Later, Train Spotting, Slumdog Millionaire, Steve Jobs, etc., etc. I'll pretty much show up into the theater for whatever he puts out. Right now he's in pre-production for the next 28 Days Later movie called 28 Months Later, which was exciting for me. The follow-up to 28 weeks later. Uh-huh. Follow-up to... And they, yeah. the predecessor to 28, 28 years, years later. later. I kind of feel like they're going to go that 28 way. 28 decades later. Maybe, right? <laughs> Super futuristic. Kind 28 of centuries, 28 millennium. He didn't do weeks later, though. Yeah, he and did. did. Oh, he didn't do it? Okay. He was producer, I think, but he didn't actually direct it. And it, you That's can, part of why it didn't make no damn yeah. sense. It is written by two people, kind of. The initial script for this thing was written by a guy named Jack Barth who has been writing scripts for about 40 years, <laughs> but never actually got one published. Like he <laughs> tried to get into production, like 25 different scripts over this time and started a bunch of others. His first feature is this one. And it got produced when he was 62 years old. <laughs> wow. That's called perseverance. y'all. <laughs> yeah. So never say die, I guess. <laughs> perseverance. The other person that has a writing credit basically bought this other guy's script and then made his own script based on the description of it, but not necessarily before reading it. He integrated the script after. But it's Richard Curtis, who wrote Bridget Don't's Diary, Love Actually, Notting Hill, Four Weddings and a Funeral. So but, that's what happened. But more importantly, he wrote Black Adder and Mr. Bean, <laughs> which is kind of formative for my sense of humor. <laughs> Any comments I there? I just love the the guy who wrote Mr. Bean is the guy who wrote Love Actually. It just <laughs> doesn't seem to fit together, but yeah. Well, that's just like the guy who wrote Armageddon also wrote Lost and uh-huh. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Seven and Nine. J.J. <laughs> Abrams, yeah. There was some beef between the two people that wrote this, Barth and Curtis, because Curtis took the majority of the credit for the idea, but he changed the plot kind of drastically. So the guy that wasn't successful, Jack, he... 
The original draft of the script was basically this guy tried his darndest to get the Beatles back into the mainstay, but he failed at it. Kind of following his own trajectory of writing Um, scripts. Well, before you start explaining the bits and pieces as reference material, Mm -hmm. the general thrust of this movie Uh is that a struggling musician gets into an accident, like it's on his bike, gets hit by a bus because the world just blacked out Mm -hmm. for 12 seconds. Like electricity just shut off. It was dark. He got hit by a bus. But when he wakes up, nobody's ever heard of the Beatles. Like it comes up in conversation. He thinks his friends are fucking with him. Then he Mm -hmm. has a mental crisis and then he starts playing Beatles songs and everybody loves them because they're Beatles songs and launches into a career. Right, right. So, right. So either in the initial version of before you start explaining other versions, maybe we should cover the original. Yeah. So, yeah, he wrote the script and was like, okay, he tried his darndest, didn't do that. And then went back to his normal people life, kind of like what the writer of the script has. But Curtis (laughs) was like, no, we're going to make him successful and he's going to go out there and get the music out and people are going to love it. So in the press, the guy that wrote the original script was like, of course, he changed it that way. He met Rowan Atkinson in college and then wrote his coattails for the rest of his career. (laughs) D-A-M-N. Solid shots fired. I know, right? However, after some research... Uh, so there was a manga in 2010 called I'm a Beetle, and it has a very, very similar plot, but he time traveled back to 1961. Like there was a, a blackout, the guy got hit by a thing and then everyone forgot the Beatles. There's also a French graphic novel called Yesterday, where a time traveler takes credit for the songs. It's free online if you guys want to look it up. The distributor for that got canceled, but anyway. 2006, there was another French film called Jean-Philippe, where a guy wakes up from a coma to realize people don't remember one of the, like, a big French superstar called Johnny Halliday. So he goes and convinces the original star to go back and try music again. Uh, According to the critics, it sucked. I did not hunt down this one, but people didn't like it. And there was also a 2013 novel called Enormity, where an astronaut named Jack goes through to a parallel universe and takes credit for a bunch of musicians. So like the script, like the general idea behind this thing already existed. So but imagine if you (laughs) forgot about all of those and this guy had written the first one. Mm -hmm. I get the kind of vibe that they're going for. And, you know, honestly, like the backdrop of the Beatles being there is kind of secondary to the actual emotional thrust of the film. But uh, Danny Boyle, when he was directing this thing, he said he had no idea that these other things existed, which I tend to believe. Him yeah, on you this. had to go looking. Right. So. But the trailers were everywhere right before this thing came out. And yeah, of course, people told him about it <laughs> when, yeah. when it came out. Right. Yeah, after it right, came out. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of the backstory of how this thing came together. I feel like some preambles to this. First off, I am not a super fan of the Beatles. I think at one point Anne told me that I was spelling the band name wrong. Yeah, he I was thought spelling it, was, it like the bug. Yeah. <laughs> so the only way I know how to spell the name right is because of the Powerpuff Girls. So they had it called the Beatles. And so that's how I know how to spell the Beatles is beat. I always think of that movie with Tom Hanks where they have the, the thing you do. Yes. The wonders. And everyone yeah. calls them the Oneaters. But in that movie, they talk about Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. 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 Doing that thing you do. Yeah. Beatles. 
Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know if I actually like the Beatles. And I think we talked about this before that it's just been around so much. It's been in so many things and reference for so many things that it just feels so familiar that I instantly feel some kind of nostalgia for it. But like it's always been around. So for me, the Beatles are cozy like Dragon Ball Z or Batman or Zelda or something like that. Like it's, you know. Wow. I think that might be the first sentence that ever had someone say the Beatles, Batman, Dragon Ball Z in the same <laughs> <sentence>. <laughs> I'm breaking ground, guys. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna strike Batman because that's way too variable in quality. It is, it is. But again, everyone knows Batman. But anyway, so secondarily, this is not a perfect movie, <laughs> like by no. any stretch of the imagination. There are plot problems and structure problems. But the structure is not really the point of it, like I was saying before. And this is kind of refreshing coming off Mr. Nobody that was so up its butt about like Stru- butterfly. The structure is the only then, point. Like, <laughs> it was like so many the plot acting threads. And the plot are pointless. I kind of love it, too, when people are like, you know what? It doesn't all have to make sense. It just is. Right. Yeah. Just is. People were super pissed at this movie when it came out. The reason that the ratings got down so much is because it basically wasn't sci-fi enough for them. There wasn't enough world building or exploration <laughs> of the thing. There weren't exposition dumps about People like suck. what caused I mean, it, the blackout. Kind of, like <laughs> I don't give a shit about the blackout, but it's kind of wild how many very large cultural touchstones are just missing and nothing changed for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the part yeah. I have. I don't care about the blackout. I assume it was like a solar flare or something. But. I mean, my issue is the bl- with the blackout is that no one screamed. Oh, yeah, you did say that. We were yeah. <laughs> no, right. no one screamed. Uh, no, no one screamed. No, no, they got no, hit no, by no, the bus. And no one really acknowledged Most it. Most of the people we didn't see, so I'm pretty sure there's some random well, also, person. Yeah, the entire planet blacks out for 12 seconds, and they don't talk about it again. Mm-hmm. And like, the news people don't even mention it as they're talking. They better go, it's, they stop. I was really start talking again. I was like waiting for there to be weird conspiracy theorists following him around right. because he started writing these incredible songs right after the mysterious so black. I fixed all of this in my head for myself by just telling myself that that's not what the movie's about. Uh-huh. That yeah. everyone was having these conversations. All of that was done, but that's not the focus of the movie. So they just didn't show it. Right. But that's more interesting than the movie. Disagree. I, I would. That's what some of the reviewers said, though, right? Well, I mean, right, that blackout 100% the, caused like stuff to not exist. I think that's a lot more. I think if the protagonist weren't boring, maybe it would be more interesting to watch him do stuff. If they made sucks. the movie that you want to watch, I wouldn't watch it. I, I, think that, I feel like that movie. We've exists. established very well that you and I do not have any overlapping <laughs> yeah. taste. Yeah. <laughs> so I just hard disagree. Yeah. And it would be a very different movie if they super dived into it. But in terms of like backstory, and whatnot like i poyo poyo tetris has more background text than this movie does so. it's just it's just really fascinating to me that they chose these huge sweeping changes to basically mm-hmm. and that are just <laughs> like yeah. they're just bullet points for this guy to be like wow it really is super different uh-huh they're gags Right, yeah, but essentially the Trolls movie has more lore than this thing, if you take out the whole Beatles thing. I find it so refreshing, honestly. Yeah, I like, did too. Yeah. I get exhausted, and the reason I don't like a lot of things is because it, everything starts to feel belabored and tired, and it's like, if the point of movies is to let go of reality for a minute, can we please just do that? And get to the fun part. And this is about the time where the superhero movies were delivering a movie every other month. And like everything was a sequel or like I said, Toy Story 4 came out like the same weekend. Four. 
Toy Story 4. Uh, you mean right. Toy Story 5 that's about to come out? Is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. See, this is the problem. And Ant-Man just came out in the theaters and I'm excited to go see it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm also like, I got to be in the right mood I'm, to, I'm not, to absorb the encyclopedia of knowledge that I will have to know going into like phase five. I'm or like, what the fuck I ever. was more into the concept <laughs> than most people I know and I'm, I'm burnt. I can't do it. Yeah. I just do not give <laughs> yeah. a fuck what happens now. But this movie, not only is it you don't have to like really invest in the sci-fi-ness of it. It's just everyone's nice for the most part. The main cast is just genuinely nice people. Dude's parents. God, they're the worst. But they're like, (laughs) they're, they're, they're his parents though. (laughs) They're just parents that they're parents. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like sincere in a way. I don't know. Even Kate McKinnon's character, who is a fucking psychopath. She's very she's on his about side, it. though. Yeah. Yeah. She's for deranged, the most of it. but she's not mean. No, no. no. <laughs> Except for in the, in, the, in the name of money, what are you doing? Well, she's evil, but she's not dishonest or duplicitous. She, she tells you straight up. Yeah. She's like... <laughs> I don't know, chaotic good, maybe, <laughs> or like lawful evil, maybe. Yeah, definitely, yeah, <laughs> like, definitely evil, is. but like <laughs> she's not out to trick you, right? Yeah. So, like, where were you guys at? The initial vibe of it, were you on the side of it needed more sci-fi, or did you just? No, I don't think it. I don't think it needed more sci-fi. I don't at all. think the way because I knew this... that wasn't what it was about. Like, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think they could have done without the whole world blacking out. Let him get hit by a truck. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You really that may didn't, have caused those problems. Yeah. You really didn't need to black out the entire planet. Mm-hmm. Cause just, that's such a weird, like that's why it, if they didn't do that, they wouldn't have any of those sci-fi. That's questions. why it caught me as a thing that I'm more interested in is because it's this wild ass thing. That did not need to be there. A collective experience across nations. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't matter. They could have had some mm-hmm. dude working at the power station for the town and then he gets well, zapped like, and then it fucks up the transformer or I something. Guess, what's the time frame? They could have done something else. What's the time frame from bus accident to him becoming famous? It's not long. It's I didn't like, get the impression. Because it's like two weeks or something. No, it can't be. There's like two other people on the planet that remember the Beatles. Right. Yeah. But there wasn't that we a, know about. There right. isn't a season that, change come up in the That's what I said, like context two, of the I think thing. like two weeks. But like when he talked to them, they gave off this vibe to me that's like they've been waiting years to hear this music again. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe that, too. To them, it's been a long time. Yeah. Maybe Jack transferred over with that blackout, but they didn't. Again, it's not explained yeah, it and seemed, it doesn't it need to like be. It seems like they've but. been this way for much longer, which is like, I want to get into that. But if it's just, I think the blackout had a lot to do with making me want more mm-hmm. and it didn't need to be there. And I feel like if they really did dive into the sci-fi of this, they could have turned this into a franchise. Like maybe sure. he does the Beatles. Someone else does like, I don't know, Eminem or something. <laughs> Yeah. And someone else does the Harry Potter thing that they reference eventually. Yeah. They kind of leave off on no one's ever heard of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And in the background, you know, Hamish Patel can play the, oh, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> but anyway, like my wife said, when they said, who's Harry Potter? She says, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was her response. All right, 
let's jump into the actual film here. So the movie opens and there's a montage of Jack played by Hamish Patel singing and playing the summer song, which is like his big indie hit. Not even a hit. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. What's his name? Jack. Jack his name's what? Jack. Jack what? I don't Sorry. care. Jack what? <laughs> Do you want to pronounce it the right way? No, because it's pronounced <laughs> the same way my name is. Honestly? In the movie. Malik. Yeah. But they keep saying it's, Malik, but they're yeah. British. So like. It's not even Malik. It's like Malik. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's how they So anyway, pronounce. Jack Madick is playing his song. <laughs> 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 and like Malik. He's playing. He's is playing. How like, pronounce it now? No. He's playing I'm street Malik. corners. American and style. Small pubs. Yeah. and he's got a couple people cheering for him but uh-huh. it comes clear pretty quickly those are his friends yeah they're his friends and Hamish Patel he was a character on EastEnders which I didn't watch but he's been in a number of things since then I don't know I liked his character I, you, you said you had some he's just some qualms he's, he's clueless he's fine <laughs> until it starts he's like super boring about how he goes about it and mm-hmm. there's a point in the movie where he stops acting and starts only reacting i think that's why that's he not was as annoying he was kind of just like a plain dude that didn't even know what he wanted himself and, mm-hmm. it, and you're like dude okay the beatles don't exist you're using their songs either use them or don't you know it's gonna fuck you up don't sit here and like make problems for yourself and then not own up to it like yeah and he was way way too fixated yeah. about doing it and right. i'm like yeah. dude either do it or don't mm-hmm. you're in a world without the beatles now so <laughs> just kind of roll with it like yeah. you do something man uh-huh. stop crying about everything mm-hmm. this is fascinating to me because all of the reasons you guys didn't like the character are reasons i did he's just a normal guy it's not because he just stops acting and reacts yeah. only for a large section of the movie right and that reads as a thing a normal person would do mm-hmm. like we're not always in control we're not always making good decisions we get caught up in this in between of what's the right thing but what do i want to do and all of that that's fine but it's not interesting to watch a lot of time you don't see these people making these decisions that we're watching this guy make his choices and yeah. be like mm-hmm. all right dude do something because you're sitting here like we're here to watch you do something <laughs> i'm not always around Evan like so I can't be there drown. every time he makes a decision and then be like Evan you made the boring decision that shit yeah. was lame bro I don't know there was a certain uh, scruffy nerf herder that uh, also was projectiled into the galaxy for <laughs> for things I don't feel like people saying about him not being an agent in his own story <laughs> anyway, which guy is this that would be Skywalker he's not the scruffy nerf herder no. he is a scruffy nerf herder no he he's is. Han Solo <laughs> I just I um, have no context for the Star Wars farmer. things but yeah felt authentic to me that Mm -hmm. that's how if a person who was struggling to make their music career happen suddenly found themselves in that position the way it played out seemed absolutely plausible to me mm-hmm. maybe not interesting to you but i love i wouldn't it. call it implausible i feel like i would be in jack's shoes a little bit he got to be like rushed. oh god oh mm-hmm. god <laughs> yeah i'd imagine if he's sitting here like all right i'm gonna use five of their songs or whatever and i'm gonna make an album or a little cd uh-huh. or whatever i'm like okay you're going full force with this you can't go back on this one like this yeah. is pretty drastic Right, if you go but, back, people are going to know you lied. Like, he, definitely, gonna know you. he definitely fucked up by continuing to just pump out like, songs. If anything, like, he should have did enough to get started and he then spaced stuck with out. his own music the way he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like He was super pissed when that chick didn't like his song. That was the line. only song he was fucking pissed about. That's yeah, the thing I did like. He shows the one hint of trying to take control and it got shut down and he gave up. Yeah, that tracks. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, anyways, yeah, b- back at the bar, Jack drinks. 
Um, <laughs> finishes his set and goes back to his friends like, yeah, everyone ignored me. He's pretty used to this, but like yeah. he keeps trying because he believes in his music. Maybe he's wearing down. Yeah. And his friends, I don't recognize Nick, the guy there, mm. but I do recognize Lily James, <laughs> yeah. who is his manager. There's Heavy quotes hell. there. Yeah. She played Cinderella and uh, Pamela Anderson in the newest. <laughs> no, that's why series. she looks Yeah. Anyway, she looks nothing like that in this one. But anyway, um, also the other lady at the table played Sylvie in the Loki series. Hmm. Oh, yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, I recognized her, but I don't know anything else she has been in. Um, <laughs> but anyways, his three friends are cheering him on, and he's like, yeah, woo. <laughs> Jack works at, does like the British version British of a Costco. Walmart, Costco yeah. kind of yeah. situation. His boss is a British dick. bolt club. His day job manager shows up and basically shit talks him is like, you look, you look stupid and I dick. hate you. But, but people the, like you. The customers like you. So he tells him he has to go full time. You're go full-time or you're fucking done bitch and shave your beard yeah in the (laughs) background context of this is he's committed to his music enough that he has this part-time job Mm -hmm. he hates so ellie appears there and tells him that he has a gig at this music into a music festival right and he's like super pumped about this but the venue absolutely blows it's in this tent yeah he's like the tertiary tent of big festival where right yeah everyone's going there to get away from the crowds and have a rest everyone's at the headliner yeah. yeah which makes me wonder why he even like I, if I was always like five people in the audience mm-hmm. I would start talking to him like hey how you guys doing where you guys come from yeah so he finishes his set his friends like really cheer him on again and then he goes behind the stage and Ellie is trying to be supportive but uh, he's really feeling at this time where he meets the coolest dude in the entire movie <laughs> right so Rocky played by Jewel Fry who I know from Our Flag Means Death and Cruella um, <laughs> oh shit that was that's a spread yeah. right there I know oh. right <laughs> um, but yeah, he got a job at this festival too, working for one of the other acts. He mm. took a break from. He's like a roadie to- for a headliner or yeah, something. Yeah, he's important. But he like he like ditched the stage for a second to get high behind one of the tents, and he was like, "Hey, I know that song." <laughs> so he like just shows up and was like, "Hey, what's up?" Rocky, not being a blind person, asks if he's boning Ellie yet, <laughs> <laughs> and Ellie kind of shrugs it off. He's like, "No, we're just friends or whatever." I wish we. Were, but we're just right friends. yeah and they're still trying to establish the dynamic in the film so at this point we're like okay maybe there's some other history going on but they don't say it yet but anyway i feel like that whole section is very poorly handled by both the script the characters and the <laughs> actors I don't yeah. um so rocky is talking to them and tries to take them backstage and then rocky gets fired from his job that apparently he just had because he was supposed to fucking switch out the dude's fucking guitar as soon as uh-huh. he mm. was done and he was like fucking around and the dude he brought him the guitar he's like you're fired and yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I guess I'm fired then. And <laughs> just walks away. Yeah. So when I would have bang, I would be like, hey, everybody, I just got fired. Yeah, I would have dropped that yeah. guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, fired. I ain't holding it no more. <laughs> <laughs> they have your resume. They know who you are. Right. And see you for damages. On the way back to the car, Jack admits that he wants to give up and go back to teaching. So he has a master's degree in teaching and decides oh, to give it up is? for his music. Uh-huh. I'm guessing here. And then Ellie says, miracles happen all the time. You should keep trying. This is this is bad advice, right? Like, was <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> she should not be saying this. This is, <laughs> this is really bad. Um, she drops him off and he, and he gets on his bike and she gives him that like predator stare. Like if the gender roles were reversed and this guy was looking at the girl walking off this hard, it would be kind of a problematic stare, but yeah. you know, we're, <laughs> this is Lily James and she's cute at everything. So I mean, she's <laughs> looking at him like, she's looking at him like, get back in the fucking car. Get your 
fucking well, ass back in a corner. I mean, Lily James could eat a child on screen. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. probably. Yeah. So, yeah, she is That's so a, thirsty here, but possibly a little far, but OK, I mean, <laughs> I get your sentiment. Yeah, you understand where he's coming from. Uh, Jack gets on his bike and starts to ride off. We find out later that he doesn't actually have a driver's license, mm-hmm. which is not too weird. If you live close enough, say, if you to, live in a small town, a lot of time, you know how far things are. You know, yeah. you don't. Well, like, and, he and, lives in a big town like near well, London. So like Suffolk. Yeah. So like, yeah, but he, he doesn't need to go far for anything. Yeah, so he gets on his bike, and then there's this montage of the power flicking off Everywhere all around, around the, world. the world. Yeah, he gets bus yeeted to the ground <laughs> all around the world. We, right? we chose bus yeeted. Lights go. I off. chose bus yeeted, and it has these dramatic brom, but like an upturned brom. I guess it's like as yeah. he's like smashing into the ground. <laughs> After this, you jump to the hospital after everyone's like, oh, my God, are you OK? Mm-hmm. And then he looks like he got hit by a bus. Yeah. Like makeup was on point with this one. He's got bandages. He's missing two teeth in the front. Ellie comes in and says, you'll be fine. But you look hilarious. <laughs> and it's kind of tragic. <laughs> Is that what people do like, in the hospital? I've be never sad, been in a hospital on a bed like that. <laughs> Is that what people do? They come in and start ripping shit at you? It's very British. It's... <laughs> I mean, I guess if the diagnosis is like you're going to be fine, I guess people will come yeah, in like, and if they're good, yeah, they're kind of like they're your friends like and stuff. They'll probably be like, hey, man, actually, yeah, I guess so. They just mm-hmm. said it a lot cheerier in that movie. Yeah. Well, people mean, come in all the time. They're like, hey, man, you look like shit. And then people are like, yeah, well, I feel like shit. The vibe of this is very British. I don't know if you have like, I don't know, European friends or whatever, but Not this is at all. <laughs> this, is, this is on point. Do they just sort of casually pick at you with a smile is just how life works. <laughs> A lot of smiling, yeah, mm-hmm. until you get to L.A. So they hang out. She explains what happened, like the whole world went black. This ends the description of the shenanigans in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack thanks her and then quotes a Beatles song, which, will you be there when I'm 64? Will you still need me and will you still feed me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole I thing. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I'm not crazy familiar yeah, I, with the I, Beatles. I don't know. But, yeah. He does this a lot. I don't know a lot of Beatles songs. So. Yeah, yeah. She, of course, doesn't get it because... I mean, the reasons we talked about before, the Beatles aren't real. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I, I also don't get it. So like, it's weird, but it's not weird enough that she's like, what the fuck? She's just sort of like, what? Yeah. 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 She's like, why 64? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that's weird. Then he meets specific. his friends. Yeah. They meet up. They meet, he meets, mm-hmm. his, meets back up with his friends. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're going out of the hospital. Ellie says, maybe it was a message from God to keep singing. Don't go back to teaching. This continues the bad advice that she gives yeah. her throughout the movie. <laughs> This is, he should go back to teaching. <laughs> His response is, if God would care, he would force someone out there to give any amount of fucks. I'm yeah, paraphrasing I would get a fan here. Le- he like- would, he would, somebody would send me a fan lever that's not my mom. <laughs> right. And then Ellie drives them a little, or me, because, you know, yeah. <laughs> she's into him and he has no idea. Right, yeah. He's like, I didn't ask to be the Beatles, just, you know, I wanted someone to appreciate. And she's all like, the what? And he gets really upset at this he's point like, because he's pretty yeah. sure she's just fucking Stop with him. Stop fucking with me! Because he has the kind of friends that would do shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Ergo Nick. Uh-huh. Yeah. So after this, the friends from the bar meet up and give him presents as kind of like a cheering up. Welcome kind home. Of thing, right. Yeah. yeah. But like a set of chattering teeth and a toy bus. Yeah. Yeah. They explain it's like, haha, dry humor. Because, you know, you're missing teeth and you got hit by Ellie, a bus. Ellie shows she likes him even more and gives him a brand new fucking acoustic guitar. Yeah. That's this is really, a really fucking nice. nice guitar. Yeah. It's got like a, oh, f- I fucking forgot what that styling is called. Yeah. It's but like it's like a sunset or something like that. Or something. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, if you look up the model of this guitar, it's like a sixteen hundred dollar guitar. Like she's she is invested. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. dude, that's a nice fucking guitar. He uses it throughout the movie too, which I did like. That was pretty yeah, cool. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. But 
Jesus. Um, so he's like, ah, great guitar. It should be christened with a great song. And then he no. plays the title track. Yeah, he plays <laughs> tomorrow. He, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, tomorrow by the it's, Beatles. Yeah, tomorrow by the Beatles. Um <laughs> So after he's playing I mean, tomorrow, the, your your troubles have settled in. That's why it's called tomorrow. Because yesterday they were far away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now they're here to stay. So tomorrow yeah. they'll have settled in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why it's called tomorrow. Exactly. He plays this. Then Ellie, of course, looks at him like he's even more fuckable somehow. And then acts like he's been holding out on her. When did you write that? Jack's like, I didn't write that. It's the Beatles. And they're like, for the- real, though. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, musicians knowing every little indie band. And right. he's like, he's like it's the greatest song them. ever. And then they're like, oh, look who thinks he's hot. Mr. Hot shit. He's, he's actually, like, he's sort of weird about how defensive he is about yeah, the Beatles music. He keeps referring to the Beatles bit. as like great art or something. Yeah. And all like every song he plays that's theirs, a masterpiece. He said uh-huh. something about <laughs> let like, it be like I'm trying to paint the Mona Lisa right in front of you he uh-huh, calls right. them masterpieces too uh-huh. and they can't remember 90 percent of them <laughs> right so it's like why are you trolling me this is one of the best songs ever and they're like it's not cold play it's not, not oh god that's <laughs> a weird jump this makes me laugh because i once had somebody ask me if i like cold play and i was like eh, i mean i guess they're all right and they were like no cold play is the best or you hate them there I is mean, no in between and i was like i guess i hate them i mean they're not radiohead or anything i, don't know. <laughs> I can think of a lot of bands i would get to before Coldplay. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, how do I hate Coldplay? But I mean, they're all right. If I had to choose love them or hate them, I'm more closer to hate them than love yeah, them. Yeah, I could, I could lose it. It wouldn't hurt yeah. me none. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, not. I would rather have like Trent Reznor around than Coldplay. If you want to fight about it, Coldplay, come on the podcast. Yeah, feel free to show. Oh yeah, please, please but bring yeah, money. The reason specifically they brought up Coldplay was that the lead singer of Coldplay was going to be Ed Sheeran's role, but he ended up backing out. <laughs> so nice. Ed Sheeran was like, "Oh great, I'm your third choice." because Harry Styles was busy or whatever. So anyways, this line was basically just a fuck with Ed Sheeran, which I like even more. Um... A lot of this movie seems to be to fuck with Ed Sheeran. It really does. <laughs> here. They they wrote yeah. him a role where he feels like a fraud. Mm-hmm. So he gets pissy on the way home because like he is convinced everyone is just gaslighting him. And then he says, I look like a reverse rabbit and I'm on drugs. Why are you being so mean to me? <laughs> Nelly was, of course, like, I thought you liked the drugs. And he's, he's like, like, I, I love, love the, the drugs. drugs. But like, <laughs> stop messing with me. So he goes home to Google and it actually does show a Google logo. There's a lot of movies that's just like sponsored by Bing or whatever. <laughs> or like this was not a high profile project to get really, Microsoft yeah. involved and surprise motherfucker there's no Beatles he does a bunch of Googles and then goes through his records and of course his Beatles records are missing which is really inconvenient for the whole recreation process right so he starts Googling other things like we said earlier the Rolling Stones exist Childish Gambino is around still Oasis does not exist <laughs> yeah because all our songs are ripoffs um, <laughs> I can't me. say that <laughs> yeah we can I'll admit, I'm also terrified to write the intro music for this because they will lawyer up so fast. I think the part of the thing with him and Ellie and their whole shtick through the movie is about Oasis not existing. Yeah. Because their foundational moment when they were younger yeah. where they connected was Wonderwall. Yeah. And that's yeah, gone that's for her. Weird, uh-huh. yeah. And so he has that, but she doesn't have that. Maybe, and- maybe she just remembers him playing a different song. It's never addressed, really. Yeah. No, it, but it, he it, remembers. But it, yeah, he does. Uh-huh. The dude's so blind through the whole movie. <laughs> and like, like I told Evan, I'm blind. I can be blind. 
Man, I'll fucking turn to Daredevil for a second if I see some like he clear enough sign. He needs a friend. He needs a friend who's he like does. he does. He's got. I, he's I'm, I'm he's disappointed in Nick as a character for that because he absolutely yeah. has the kind of attitude where he'd just be like, "So since you two are obviously in love, when are you getting married?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm with Sylvie here, but you know, drop them hints, bro. For real, Rocky was the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. Before he died, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rocky suffered from just nobody being able to take him seriously, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Just because he had all the answers in the like, universe. Can I stay with you? Man, hell yeah, Rocky, come on. You better bring some money up in this bitch. You better get a job, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He ain't gonna. <laughs> nope. Not Rocky, you got two days. <laughs> That's why nobody lets better him stay at least for the long. application. All right. So at this point, instead of calling around to people or verifying it in some other way, he just shows up to Elle's house <laughs> like a fucking lunatic in the middle in of a rainy rain night. Yeah. And is like, for real, do you not know who the Beatles are? And she's like, nah. no, I don't. And he's like, okay. It's like, cool. My life is complicated he's now. Like, Bye. I've got to right. go. And then he walks back out into the rain, just standing in the pouring rain for mm-hmm. an hour. Dude, I can't believe he's not sick. I for could, real. Yeah. That's a lot of rain. Mm-hmm. He's sick in the head. He thinks the Beatles are real. I'm saying, dude. Dude. He is trying to remember all of the Beatles song. There's this lovely montage where he's like <laughs> trying to whisper lyrics to himself. This is the part that seems the most unrealistic to me, because if you paid me any amount of money, I could not tell you the lyrics oh God, to no. any of my songs. I mean, that if, I you love. Were, if you were a mute, oh, oh, I could oh, tell I you like, all of them. I was going to say <laughs> when I love a song, I'll listen to it about like 30 times until I learn all oh, the yeah? words. I've got one that I'm listening to right now. I'll know if I hear it and it's not right. Like if somebody were to like do a cover and not do it right, I would mm-hmm. know, but I can't do it from my memory. So That's- just record covers until you've corrected it enough times <laughs> <laughs> that your cover creates a Mandela effect. Yeah, I don't really listen to repeats of stuff. Like my playlist evolves constantly. So I have to learn the words to the songs that I yeah. do like mm-hmm. and then I'll jump to something else, but I don't do it beforehand. I learn uh-huh. as much crap as I can. Yeah. But like if this happened and I don't know, like Wiz Khalifa stopped existing. I couldn't bring his music back, so I wouldn't care. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of new rap artists I wouldn't care, and I don't new. think this yeah, newer. This is not new, newer rap. I wouldn't care. But imagine if Kanye disappeared. I don't yeah. think I'm allowed to sing most of his songs. Like even if he wasn't like weirdy pants now, it'd be weird because you <laughs> right. need his like charisma. And stuff See, like I that. think so too. Yeah. I think that all of the Beatles just didn't. You know, we learn at some point there is at least a Beatle. Yeah, John Lennon's still alive somewhere. Because, like because nobody killed him. Right. right? Yeah. I, I think that's actually an interesting part of it. They don't really get into is like what happened that they didn't form the Beatles. Are all mm-hmm. four of them alive? I don't know. Like, I kind of is it just. John? I was wondering that too. When he gets to the point where telling people the Beatles were a thing, I'm kind of surprised it wasn't like a Ringo Starr, the notorious cannibal. (laughs) Yeah, or or just obviously John Lennon went on to paint or something. Like he's a a hermit on a beach. None of them did something at least notable enough to be recognized that way. And then like, even if they did, wow, he wrecked them up bad. John Lennon got shot, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. By a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like uh, not being a beetle means he didn't die. <laughs> Stalkers don't make sense. You got to be broken to do that kind of shit. Yeah. Expecting logic out of it is a little silly. What if Nate Dog disappears, but Warren G is still uh, around? Right? Uh, <laughs> like, do I then move there to make regulators? <laughs> How do I initiate that that relationship that allows the bouncing back, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if Snoop Dogg didn't exist? What if, if Snoop? I don't have some. The, whoever smokes the most weed could probably jump into that role. <laughs>
ABS Reactor is recorded in the Midwestern United States. All voices, music, and mixing are put together by us. All rights reserved. Yes, this track does not sound like the Beatles because they're litigious and I didn't want a chance at this time. If you have any comments, questions, or you want to tell me I'm being paranoid about the Beatles estate, contact the show on social media or website, bsreactor.com. This song and dozens more from the show can be found on our Instagram and SoundCloud pages. Check us out sometime. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you.